We'll go ahead and get started with today's Verizon IndyCar Series post-qualifying press conference, joined now by Scott Dixon, who matches his best start here at the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach with second, driving the number nine NTT Data Honda for Chip Ganassi Racing. Scott, uh, obviously very active qualifying and a really good showing for Honda. Uh, what did you take away from qualifying uh, going into tomorrow's race? Um, yeah, I think, you know, the, the car's been strong um, pretty much, you know, like St. Pete, you know, as soon as we rolled off, we've, we've changed uh, very few things. Um, not like in the past sometimes with, you know, everything but the kitchen sink. So it's, it's been nice to know and, you know, know what to expect every time uh, you get in the car. And, and uh, I think that's definitely helped um, the performance. Um, for us, our biggest struggle has actually been the red tyres. You know, the car, I think every session we've been on blacks. Um, even yesterday's afternoon session until, until it went to reds, we were, we were very strong. Um, so we're still just trying to work out how to get the most out of the reds right now. But uh, qualifying seconds, great, great spot to start. Um, I think our cars typically are very good on the long run, um, you know, so I think we, we have a, a great shot at, uh, you know, uh, competing for the race win tomorrow and, and hopefully, uh, you know, that's the case for, you know, all four Ganassi cars. And competing for that race win, you are a race winner here at the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach. What does it take to, to be successful in the race here, a very tricky track? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely a tough one. Um, you know, I think I raced here for maybe 12 or 14 years before I got my first victory here, so... Uh, Maybe not the track that that uh, is most suited to to what we've done, but you know, uh, you know, two years ago and 15 winning the race, and then uh, you know, almost winning last year, uh, coming up with a second place uh, finish, and and uh, having another strong car this weekend. You know, it, it, it depends. You know, I think the the street courses, um, you know, the toughest part is strategy, and and uh, you know, as we saw at St. Pete, uh, can be flipped very easily. So you have to be somewhat aggressive and somewhat cautious uh, on how you approach the race. Instead of maybe going for the win, sometimes you, you have to be, uh, you know, being on the safe side and maybe settling for, for a podium. So we'll see how that plays out tomorrow. I think the, the fuel window is going to be quite aggressive just because they added five laps. Um, you know, last year was, was already quite tight on fuel. So uh, tomorrow, uh, you know, adding five laps, five laps is going to make it, you know, a, a fuel save if people are trying to go for a two-stopper. So um, a much more defined two-stop to a three-stop race, which will uh, be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, you know, and for us, if it's a two-stop, should be uh, should be really good. Questions for Scott, and we do have a wireless mic right here. We'll start with Matt and then Lewis. Uh, Matt Weaver with Two weeks ago at St. Pete after the race was over, your little uh, myth after the caution that came out and flipped the order like you had talked about. So now another street course race where track position is going to be a premium. Do you feel like you got better clarification for what warrants a caution when there is kind of debris laid on the track? Should that happen again tomorrow? It's a hard one. You know, I understand where you know where they're coming from um you know you gotta you gotta err on the side of safety i think for us we just always look for consistency you know uh, i remember two race two years ago here we had a piece of debris that still you know stayed on the front stretch uh for the whole race and and never went down so you know it's uh you're always going to be angry after the race if it if it you know doesn't go your way you know you we're all competitive people and and uh saint pete for us i think we had a really strong car um you know and, and had a great shot at, at possibly winning but um you know it, it is what it is it, it generally cycles out and you know for us it was uh you know for everybody at honda i think it was you know exceptional race for them and obviously congrats to bordet on, on that victory but um yeah it's I don't think it's something that can really be changed. You know, I, I know in IMSA, when I race over there, they kind of, 
they zone in on that piece and, and maybe have a caution or a debris flag there, but they, they give normally two to five laps to, to let everybody maybe take a, you know, a pit stop, depending on how, uh, you know, how much on, on the racing line it is. But it, it's, you know, each time it's, it's different. So it's, it's, it's not something that's easy for them to call. Lewis? <laughs> Lap times did drop, you know, as the sessions went on. Are you surprised no one got into the 105 zone? Um, you know, it's, it's each, you know, I think this year was exceptionally different just because we went after the IMSA race. Um, you know, I think Group 1 definitely struggled a little bit to get up to speed. You know, when you've got different rubbers, rubber going down is, is quite tough. And each year the tyres change anyway, and um, you know Firestone do a fantastic job, um, you know every year. Um, and you know maybe it's just a different compound or something. But uh, the cars, you know, we're, we're right now obviously we're on a, an aero sort of freeze, so there's there's no development going on there. Um, you know, and I think Honda's done a superb job on the engine, you know, lots of power, and, and uh, I think we've seen the move from them. But it was kind of cool today, I think, so that the tyre was maybe a little bit out of its operating window, and, and with the blacks especially, it took a long time for them to come in. The reds maybe a little bit better, but I think as at the end there, you know, if you kept running maybe another two or three laps, I think that the, the pace would have picked up. Other questions for Scott? Scott, thank you very much. We appreciate Sorry? your time. Scott Dixon starting second in tomorrow's race. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and continue with our post-qualifying press conference. Uh, we'll make our poll winner wait just a couple of seconds. We'll go ahead and introduce our uh, third-place starter for tomorrow's race, Ryan Hunter-Ray. Uh, Ryan does have one poll here at the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach, also one win. Ryan, take us through qualifying and the challenges that you faced and, and this great starting position for tomorrow's race. You know, it, was, it was certainly tough. We knew it was going to be close. You know, you can tell from practice the difference between P1 and P2 there was, um, you know, two ten thousandths of a second. So it, we knew it was going to be very close. The top, the top eight were within a tenth. So every little placement of the car, brake release, power application is absolutely crucial to the, uh, to the final lap. So, um, you know, this is just nice after the season that we had last year and on street courses for us to come back, work really hard in the off season, take a new direction, an all new angle to, to street courses to come back and, and be strong at St. Pete and then come here to Long Beach and be strong again. It's nice to be strong in Long Beach. This race has meant a lot to me over the years. And uh, I thought I had a really good lap today until this guy spoiled it. It was, um, I thought it was, I thought it was a good one. You know, I was pretty, pretty amped there. And then <laughs> comes out of nowhere. Um, but good, congratulations to Elio. Um, it's, it's amazing what he's been able to do over, you know, the span of his career. He's still, uh, Logging poles, so I think the IndyCar series is the most competitive it's ever been at the moment. So it says a lot. Um, but uh, just great to get this, uh, you know, red and yellow DHL Honda back up to the front again. Hopefully, we can have a great race tomorrow. And to support Ride's statement, uh, 11 of the top 12 drivers surpassed the previous track record that was set by Elio. Scott Dixon took it in one of the earlier qualifying rounds. Elio took it back with a lap of one minute six point two two five four seconds. That is a track record. Um, Penske has won. Penske Racing has won seven of the last nine poles here at the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach. This is Elio Castroneves' third pole in a row here, uh, his fourth total in Long Beach. Also his 48th career pole. That's fourth on the all-time polls list. One more pole will tie him for third on the all-time polls list. Means you're getting old. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I still kicking in. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> 
Elio, three in a row here, it just seems like you just have this track's number. What is it that makes you so successful here in qualifying? Well, it's those damn kids, you know. They come over here and uh, trying to steal my thunder. And uh, I tell you what, um, uh, actually, to say exactly what Ryan was uh, mentioning about this competition and the Verizon Car Series, it's so incredible. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. Plus, every time you go into a session, it's something different. It's uh, the track change, the tire change, uh, traffic. I mean, it is absolutely very difficult. So the crucial time when it comes, you see everybody in hundreds of a seconds uh, separated from each other. So um, for me today, it was, uh, it was interesting because the first qualifying, it was a little bit tough. Uh, we almost didn't make it. And um, John Dugib and the rest of the guys were able to uh, adjust the car for the next session. And uh, after that, it was just, uh, we kept rolling. So car felt pretty good. And, um, and especially with the reds, all of a sudden my car came alive from this morning. So um, Triple A Chevy, it's, uh, it's working really hard. And also Chevy uh, in particular. Uh, we noticed that uh, our competitors, uh, Honda, came strong, but um, well, we're able to uh, to put a lap out there together, and um, and uh, now we've got to think about tomorrow. <clears throat> Graham Rahal starting six in tomorrow's race. Uh, Graham, as as Elio just mentioned, a, a great performance from Chevrolet taking pull here. But as one of the leading Honda drivers from last season, to see so many Honda drivers sitting around you right now, what does that mean uh, to the development of Honda and, and where you're sitting right now? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's great in particular here, you know, Honda being based just down the road in Torrance. Um, you know, I think the guys uh, have done just an excellent job, um, you know, building, uh, pushing the engine as much as, as they possibly can. And, and clearly you're seeing a lot, of, uh, a lot of gains from that. I mean, the Arrow kit is what it is, and, and they kind of focus on the next area that they can really control, and they've done a, done a hell of a job. So, you know, de uh, very proud of them. Um, you know, hopefully we keep pushing because we know that our competitors come May are going to have something for us, and so uh, we don't want to uh, don't want to get stuck believing that we we've got them covered. Um, but yeah, it was a good day for us. You know, to to qualify six, I was disappointed. You know, I had uh, had a little issue there in the fast six, but uh, you know, overall for for a little single car team to to fight through what we have, we were not very good yesterday. So uh, I was pleased with with the changes that we made and. You know, to get ourselves in there, it feels pretty awesome. So uh, proud of the Penn grade boys and keep working hard for tomorrow. Tomorrow uh, should be a good day for us. James Hinchcliffe starting fourth in tomorrow's Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach. James, it's, it's been a big day for your team, a cool announcement that your team owner, Sam Schmidt, will be racing with Mario Andretti uh, before the IndyCar Grand Prix this May. And then obviously a good starting position for you tomorrow. Uh, your thoughts on qualifying and, and how the team's positioned for tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, first off, I'm pretty jealous that Sam gets to race Mario. It's going to be pretty cool. Um, curious to see who wins that one. Sam's been practicing. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but no, as, as far as as far as our weekend's gone, it's been it's been pretty solid. You know, we rolled off the truck with a pretty decent car, and in in these weekends when it's so tight and uh, the track time is so limited, that that's huge. And even when yesterday afternoon we had a little bit of problems, this morning we had a couple problems, but we didn't panic. And um, huge credit to Schmidt Peterson Motorsport. You know, two fast six um, appearances for two, which is great. Um, congrats, obviously, to Elio. You know, he says all these uh, all these kids are out here trying to trying to steal his thunder, which is which is making Ryan really happy because he hasn't been called a kid in a long time. Uh, been a, been a while. Hey, how old are you? Been a while, buddy. How old are you? Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Younger than you, so... Yeah, but you're still in my bracket, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but no, I mean, obviously, it's it's just so tight. It's I think that's been the topic of the of the weekend for sure is how competitive it is, and you got to be I think in the top six to have a have a have a shot at this thing. And there's a lot of great cars up there. It's going to be you know perfect execution tomorrow in the pits on the racetrack, and and hopefully we can get the arrow car up to the front. And finally, Alexander Rossi starting fifth in tomorrow's race. Uh, not only your best career start, obviously here at Long Beach, but your best career start in the Verizon IndyCar Series. I know that. One of your goals leading into the season, I've heard you say, was to, to improve on those road and street courses, and uh, this obviously has to be a great start to that. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think that the turnaround that, that we as a team um, at Andretti have had since, since last year has been pretty unbelievable, especially here. So um, a huge credit to them and, and the belief that they had in the offseason that they were going to resolve the issues. So that's, that's very cool to see and be a part of. Um, for me particularly, it's obviously good to be here. I think we missed a bit um, there in the fast six on a personal level just because I didn't know how the used reds were going to be because I hadn't done it before. But other than that, um, strong weekend and, and the Napa Auto Parts have been good since really we rolled off Friday. So we'll open up to questions starting with Bruce and then we'll go up here to Robert and Mary. Uh, Elio, congratulations Thank on the you. poll. Going back to the first session, what really happened between you and Simon? Did he impede your progress that much? Did you feel that uh, it warranted a penalty? Well, unfortunately, um, I think the, it was a snowball. We was kind of like um, wasn't going, uh, and I was. We were not understand because we took enough gap from each other, and I think um, maybe he was having issues with the brand new set of reds. And when my, in my position, because I was the third car, so I was so far back and I was catching those guys. And all of a sudden, when it came to the hairpin, um, obviously, uh, Simon was also, also trying to get a, he was also penalized from, from that situation. And it was too suddenly. So I had to, I actually touched uh, Simon's rear wing on the hairpin. So, but we were able to uh, come back and still made it to the top six. So we were surprised actually when they uh, uh, penalized him. Uh, obviously, we, we didn't say anything. So it's a shame because he was also a very good competitor. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, it's, it's another card for Team Penske to eligible to win. So we never know. So, uh, um, Sebastian won starting from, from the back and uh, I hope it's not, that's not the case this weekend, but uh, tomorrow. <laughs> But for Team Penske, anything can happen. <clears throat> Robert? Uh, Elio, congratulations. Um, Thank you. Yesterday you told a few of us you were talking about the prestige of winning at Long Beach. You were happy that you had. And then you said, and I'm going to do it again. Um, I don't know if you're prophetic or what, but you obviously have a really fast car right now. Is this the year? Yeah, it is. So um, we're looking forward to a, a great race tomorrow. Yeah, that easy. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, uh, I feel Triple A machine is it's right on rails right now. So, but qualifying is one thing, a race is another. But um, I feel that we have a very good chance. <clears throat> Mary, um, Graham, you mentioned that uh, in the I think you said in the fast six you had a small issue. Um, did could you explain what that is? And did you yeah. have any problem like with anybody slowing you down? No, any? no. No, no, we were fine. I mean, we, we just had a had a good one going and uh, just got a, an insanely long overboost penalty. And so, you know, went into the four or five up up into six complex, even on my on my best on my four, 
and came out, you know, three and a half tenths down just, you know, due to it and had to pretty much just bail out. That was it. You know, there, there wasn't going to be able to improve on my lap from before, so just save the tires. But, you know, I mean, it's stacked. I mean, these guys talked about it before. I mean, I was, I was looking this morning. I caught myself again looking at Formula One times, and, you know, the top four spread by a second, and here – you know, it's it's the entire field, and I thought to myself, my God, it'd be nice to have it'd be nice to have a nice second gap. I was it? saying to James, it makes it stressful when you wake up in the morning. Huh? <laughs> it's like, well, you just know, like literally as a driver, if you are not one hundred percent on your game and you do not nail the lap, you will not qualify well. I mean, it's that simple, and so it does make you. I mean, we've all been doing this a while, and you know, your butterflies get going before qualifying because you know it's like you gotta hit it every time. So. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we just, you know, had a, had a little deal. I'm sure all of us have had it, you know, at some point or another, and unfortunately it bit us, and that was that. Patrick and then Bruce. Elio, we'll leave the age thing alone after this question. But uh, how much is it motivating to try and keep these, keep these kids in their place, and how much does that keep you going? Oh, man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It feels good, doesn't Excellent. it? Excellent. Keep going. I know. I hear you. <laughs> a lot. Uh, every time I wake up in the morning uh, when I do my workout, uh, and sometimes some of the guys, um, uh, you know, that are friends that come by that are really young, and when you come out and say, like, yeah, you're tired, aren't you? Yeah, good. <laughs> you feel good. So the point is um, I, I'm always, when I come to the races, I feel, feel great. And, again, in my own team, I have <laughs> incredible uh, uh, teammates, and they're incredible talent, incredible fast, so I'm always learning with them. So I'm not worried about the other ones, but I tell you what, when you beat our team, you feel pretty darn good because you know you're right on top. And, uh, but today is, is extra special because Long Beach is a great place. I, I remember winning here from the pool in 2001, and last two, two years um, was a little bit, I mean, we're right there. And uh, so we're not going to let this uh, escape again. Yes, Bruce. <clears throat> Two questions for you Honda drivers. Two years ago, we'd come to a street course race and see six Chevy drivers in the fast six. Look at it now. There's five and one. So how redeemed do you feel? It's, it's a nice change. It feels I mean, pretty damn good. <laughs> they've, uh, Honda's done a great job working over the offseason, um, you know, it, in, and we've, we've been stepping up, you know, through specs and each introduction of uh, the next engine spec is, has been sometimes a small improvement, sometimes a chunk, and it's, it's definitely made a difference. But I do remember that. I do remember looking at the sheets and seeing all Chevys on the first. Particularly here. Half the field. A couple years ago, yeah. it was literally a split yeah. field here. and it was. I remember yeah. crying myself to sleep here. Yeah. Brutal. A couple times. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. And then for Elio, how surrounded do you feel right now? You've got Honda to your left, Honda to your right, behind <laughs> you, in your rearview mirror everywhere you look. I tell you, um, I'm, not, I'm not worried about them at this point, but I, I say that they did a very good job uh, during the offseason. Uh, Chevy has their uh, – uh, we are working on it the, uh, the way we can. And um, I'm proud of those guys, and I'm, I'm sure that we're going to continue working because, you know, in, in the past, I think – they won the past five, six years on the championship. And at one point, Honda would step up their game, and that's what they did this year. So now we got to keep uh, put our uh, engineers together and keep working. So hopefully to the end of the season, we, we also be battling for the championship. Question up front here. Uh, Larry Mason, CarsonCompetition.com for Alexander Rossi. 
It looked like in the final session there, you locked up the brakes, uh, the fronts going into turn six. Did that affect the ultimate speed uh, during your quali? Didn't help. Um, prob probably, yes, that was, that was the mistake on my part. So yeah, um, it was unfortunate. And I think we could have been fighting for the front row, but uh, at the end of the day, it's okay. I mean, we're in the fast six and it's a, it's a strong starting spot. And um, I think we can definitely fight, fight to go win from there. Lewis and then Mary. Lewis Frank Reuters, congratulations, Elio. Thanks. Some years ago, you got uh, Roger to, to climb the fence with you after winning uh, Indy. <laughs> this year, you kind of did a mosh pit-like jump into your crew member's arms after winning the pole. You think you can get an 80-year-old man to uh, jump into your crew Ooh. guy's uh, arms? No. He's not. <laughs> He's not going to do that, I, I guarantee. But it's pretty cool to have Roger in your corner um, and, and, again, calling the shots. He's, uh, and, in fact, when I came in on the lap, I don't think he was looking to the lap time. He knew that uh, we were running out of gas, so he would just make sure that I came in without and not stopping on the racetrack. So I, when I came in, he's like, all right, all right. So when I looked to the, to the, <laughs> to the time sheet, and I was like, whoa, what a lap. And I was like, I, oh, I, I know, <laughs> I know. So it was pretty funny. But Roger is, uh, is the master of uh, uh, calling some shots, uh, especially in strategy. And uh, I have the best in my corner for tomorrow, and that's why I'm super confident. Mary? This was brought up yesterday about the pit exit, which became an issue, as I recall, last season when Dixon was coming down the track and Pagano came out of the pits and managed to get in front of him in the first turn. So I'll ask this of Elio, since you're starting in the front row. Um, you know, what's your understanding of where you can exit the pit lane and can you see where you need to, where you have to pass by? Is, I know there's an orange stripe across yeah, horizontally, yeah. but how, what you, can you see from the car? Yeah, it's, you can. Uh, it, it gets a little bit confused, to be honest, uh, because it's really far down. So I'm not even, yesterday, I thought I, 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 didn't, I did a good job, but it sounds like I was <laughs> towards the end of the, they call me in. So... I, I'm not leaving even a doubt. I'm just going straight to make sure that uh, I don't have any issues. But you can see, and uh, hopefully there is a sensor. So you, people need to be careful because um, you can't go in that gray area. You might, you might be called. So, but you can see. Question from Mark in the back. Uh, uh, Ryan, uh, you and I had this conversation yesterday, and uh, I think maybe you were a little confused about the number of laps this year. The, the race is five, la is, fa is five laps longer this year than last. Um, so a question to you or anybody up there, is that going to make it definitely a three-stop race, or do you think you can still stretch it on two stops? Unfortunately, no. It's probably, it's very possible still on two stops with saving. So we, we, need, we need a yellow to, to really kind of spice it up. I know we managed to do, go without a yellow last year, which was pretty impressive. But realistically, it should have been probably shortened by five laps. And or longer us, by more. Or, 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 or lengthened by, by like 15. Yeah. So it's, uh, no, you know, could... <laughs> yeah, well, for, for us kids, we're, uh, we're happy for a long ride. No, it's, it's, I mean, I, you know, I, I commend IndyCar for, for trying to address the issue because we did talk about this last year, but unfortunately we just missed it. So I, I really hope that there's some yellow early in the race to kind of throw some strategies out there. I agree with him. First time for everything. 
first time for everything. Any final questions before, yeah, oh goodness, yes, Tony. <laughs> Other Tony. <laughs> um, Ryan, for you, how fuck nice has it been to have Ray back solely on the 28 a couple races in and have Eric now kind of overseeing the team's engineering side to where you guys have made the street course gains? Yeah, I mean, I have to credit the whole team. You know, it's, been a, it's really been a group effort. Um, it hasn't just been one guy here or there coming up with the ideas. Everybody's been really looking forward to that new angle of approach on street courses and, and on road courses as a whole. Um, you know, and the, the drivers are really working well together. It's nice to have Ray's full attention <laughs> now. We can actually go through some, some data traces and stuff like that rather than him disappearing all the time and kind of overseeing everything. But... Um, the entire team has done a really good job um, with Eric coming on and uh, uh, Jeremy Alexander's engineer. Um, all of us really working together um, in, in a setup direction has been, has been beneficial so far. So early days still. We've only been to St. Pete and uh, we just qualified for the second round of the season. So long way to go. I, I, I really won't uh, say much other than that. It's a good start. Yes, All right, Elio, congrats for the millionth time. Thank you. Um, now, I'm, I'm looking up there, and I'm, nope, no other team Penske. So, no teammates. Uh, I know you're not a kid, but can you think back 12 months from now? Uh, are you having more, more fun this year? A little more competition? We talked about Honda and the manufacturers, but your teammates are absent. Yeah, it's surprising. Uh, I think uh, Simon would be up here for sure. Uh, and and we, I'm not sure what happened to them, to be honest. Um, I, I was kind of like uh, surprised. But, um, well, it, it is what it is. I give it full credit to my teammates because we're working so together that each one starts learning from each other. And, um, and I, did, I did get this pole position because of uh, learning each corner for those guys. And, I mean, it was a, it's a great team effort. It's great to work with the guys like that. We are having a lot of fun. Joseph is a great addition to the team as well. Uh, but uh, in the end of the day, uh, it's, uh, yeah, we are having a good time. Any final questions for these gentlemen before we let them go? Guys, thank you very much. Good luck thank tomorrow. You. Thank you.